Some people like hockey a little, some people like it a lot. Some people put biscuits in pipes by finding an open slot. Wouldn't you like to find a place? Shooter in Hooters knows a place that we can all go and play. A place where we can go and say. Bunny and Don are here for you. A one-level hockey takes. Great place to go and let's all go insane. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the uh, Shooter and Hooters podcast. Uh, back from our, like, 85th break, I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> since starting this. We've just been hit with, like, the worst luck after the playoffs last year and the start of this season and everything. Just been really busy. Life, things happen, yeah. and there's no time. I mean, I mean, Ebs, even your podcasts... The two that you do, Film Spark and Nuggies, they're both taking a hit too. Yeah, everything was put on hold between people passing away, it, us getting sick. It's just been nuts. Yep, I had COVID. Well, I got sick. I don't know if it was COVID, whatever, who cares? <laughs> Either way, everything is COVID. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're back, we're recording. Uh, a lot has happened <laughs> since we so recorded the last time. <laughs> There's like so much shit going on. So I don't drama. we don't really know where to begin, but I do I do want to talk about a couple things. Um to start off though and and to touch base, I mean obviously we're both Ranger fans, but Ebbs brings to the table the Coyotes. She follows mm-hmm. the Coyotes and I follow them too cuz they're an up and coming team and they're young. And I mean really surprising this year if you ask me um i i remember telling you at the beginning of the year i said ah they're about a year or two away mm-hmm. from like really making noise yeah and as we're talking right now they're about four points out of a wild card spot they were in the wild card spot for a while there too like there was one point where they were just absolutely dominating yeah i mean they were in the number one wild card spot for a while and even that, I mean, even that is is impressive in my eyes. I mean, they're a young team. I mean, Ingram is He's right the now. Fucking man, what a player! Right, right now, I looked at the very early Vesna uh, standings and voting and all that, and he's number three. Mm-hmm. As he's for the Vesna the right now. He's been playing this year, like holy shit. You Even have you have it up at one point, like Jesus, the yeah. two of them. You have Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg is number one. Um, Thatcher Demko in Vancouver is number two, and Connor Ingram is number three right now in the Vesna uh, outlook. I mean, way too early, obviously. I mean, it's not even the All Star break yet. That's at the beginning of February. Usually, things start to unfold after the All Star break because you have the you have the trade deadline coming at the end of February and, you know, things, things going on. Did it uh, say a lot who of four names. and five was? I'm sorry? Did it say who four and five was? I don't remember. I stopped three. at Connor Ingram, honestly. 
because, I mean, obviously Shesterkin isn't on there, and neither of the Rangers goaltenders are on there right now no, this year. So I wasn't sure if Cliff Ford would be out there, to be honest. Uh, maybe he was five. I don't remember. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of fallen back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, but, but even Ingram, still, I mean, Ingram's still third. Even still, he had an impressive run, regardless of how you how you right, stare at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought. I, I mean, I I think Seattle was playing out of their mind there for a while. They had about mm-hmm. a, what an eight or nine game winning streak, and he was all was it ten? I remember. I don't follow was, them I that think much. It was, it was the eighth. The ninth game is the one that they lost from memory. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's been it's been fun watching Arizona. I mean. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about it is they play really well against good teams. Yeah, it's been really interesting they'll, to watch. They'll pound. They'll they'll they, and they also play really good against bad teams. Like they pounded Minnesota. What what did you say before? Seven nothing. Six nothing. Uh, I think it was seven one. I think it was seven one or whatever. I mean, they they hang in there with Vancouver. I mean. They're a yeah, young, that scrappy was an team. With... Game that Vancouver one. Yeah, I mean they're a young, scrappy team. They have good goaltending. I would say better than good. Um, right now, I mean, I feel like obviously at the beginning of the year, uh, Vizmelka was their number one, and Connor Ingram was there too. But I think that's kind of flip flopped. Obviously, at this point, um, and it was six nil because the Wild. Um, goal didn't count in the end. That's right. So it's oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah, I remember that text message. Suck shit, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know you go from a very optimistic. I, I guess we can say we're doing our state of our teams to start this off. So you, you go and and this just this is just how hockey works, right? So you have a team that has no expectations going into the season, and they're surprised, and everyone's like, "Holy shit! What an optimistic outlook they have, and everything." And everyone's on the Coyotes bandwagon. And I mean, it all started, you know, with the game in in, in Australia, and everyone was riding high, and that was just a great thing. Mm-hmm. And then they come back, and both teams really, I mean. Arizona and LA, they both started the year hot. They both played very well. I mean, LA's cooled off for quite a bit, and Arizona's kind of, you know, on cruise control, meaning, you know, they win two and lose one, win one, lose two. Like, they're kind of like, they're there and they're contending and they're making games interesting, right? Then we go to, you know, the Rangers, where they, they do this every year and it's vice versa, really. So I'm hoping this year it kind of, flip-flops usually they start off really lackadaisical right like they'll start off and it's like oh these fucking guys man i swear to god like i hate watching them and you go through the beginning of the season and you'll be like this is ridiculous fire everybody trade everybody this year was different they started Mm -hmm. off hot they were in first place in the league for the longest time they were just killing it they built a huge lead in the metro which fucking thank christ they did um and it was just great and then all of a sudden i don't know what happened it all you know it's fucked up it all started when keandre miller decided i'm gonna take a break now i'm not blaming one player i'm not blaming one player because i refuse to do that he's one player and a defenseman on a team Mm. But he took a break 
I mean, fuck, we were playing good when we had Fox out for that long. We were killing it. It's like we didn't even need him. Mm. Uh, not to say we don't, but, I mean, it just looked fantastic, right? Like, everybody, everything was working, clicking on paper. Anyone we plugged in was just playing well. Quick was undefeated. Mm-hmm. Then Keandre Miller's like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. My, I, I, I need time off. And then right from there, it kind of started to, like, decline, unravel unravel mm-hmm. a little bit, I think you could say. Mm-hmm. And, like, teams were, like, games we were supposed to win. And I hate to say supposed to win because anyone can win at any time in this league. But games we were supposed to win, we like, won, we're yeah. losing. And the problem is when the Rangers lose this year, it's not like three to two or two to one. It's like gaps. fucking yeah. five to one, six to nothing against the cap. Like just bullshit losses. And it shows you one thing that I've noticed about the Rangers. And I hate that fucking hashtag that people put on Twitter with no quit in New York. Cause it's like, yo, honestly, it's all we do. They they fucking the first period they'll play uh, an amazing ten minutes and one bounce won't go their way and the whole and team comes crashing down the whole team just fucking mm-hmm. takes a shit and they'll they'll give up four goals and then score two give up an empty netter and it's like five two and they just shit the bed it's like and it's like care. there's no there's no drive I don't know what is ailing them at the moment or what's the problem? What's the, the, fuck is the temperature going on between the periods though, is what I don't get. You're supposed to have I, your coach and whoever else, you know, egging you on and telling you what to do and pump them up. And it feels like they just come back on the ice with no will to even fucking be there. I, I don't want to say anything bad about Laviolette. I think he's a great coach. He's done a great job and I don't think it's him. There's I personally, I think it's the core of players, and I think they just they get on this high, and then they get really complacent, and they're just like, oh, we're the Rangers, and we're in first place. We could do whatever we want, and they suck it up in some games. Now, I, am, I, am I still optimistic on the team? Yes, because let's look at it this way. As the start of today uh, at recording, they're still in first place in the Metro, and they've been playing like shit. They've proven so, that yes, they've got and- the potential and that they can do it. That's the thing. They proved at the start of the year, like you said. So we know that they yeah. can do it. The problem is is that, for whatever reason, they're just not. That's everyone. It's not even just like the whole Keandre Miller thing. It's like how we were talking before we started recording as well. And we're talking yeah. about Mika. I love Mika a bit. He's one of my favorite players. But the man's been playing like shit. Yeah, I mean, it's the team as a whole. They're all just like in the dumps. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what happens to these guys. Like, I feel we have good players, but every single one of them that's good is streaky as shit. Mm -hmm. And when they all go on this downward trend, we just look like absolute garbage. Yep. So, I mean, do I have ideas in my head and am I playing armchair GM and am I sitting here and like racking my brain because this is how I look at the game on moves we should make? Absolutely. Do I think that there can be 
a couple of tough losses, meaning player-wise, come the trade deadline. If Drury does what I think he's going to do, maybe do they need to go? And, I mean, I know, Ebs, this is kind of out of your wheelhouse, but do I think they need to go full 1994 and what Glenn Sather did and just make big trades and bring in names just to get a cup under their belt and kind of build from there? Maybe. <laughs> like, the window's closing on mm. the Rangers. Like, guys like Kreider and and Mika and, and stuff like that, like, that whole core, it's closing on them. Yeah. And, and as you can see, unfortunately, I mean, we lose a guy like Phil Heedle who goes down and, and, and hope he comes back. Capo Caco's back, and that's great, but I still just, I don't think he's the player we thought he was. And I mean, don't get me keep him or leave him, to be honest. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's good. I see everyone sits there when he was out and is like, well, the record with him was way better than the record without him. Yeah, but the guy had two points regardless. Yeah. So what the fuck was he doing? Like, I understand, like, there's other ways to play the game of hockey. And I get that it's a possession game and he's very good on the puck and he he's a very good entrance player and he does things like that. But if you're not contributing, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, exactly. I get it. Like, I read an article the other day about... uh it was average uh, salary per point in the NHL. And the worst one was Barkley Goodrow as well, where you have this guy making $7 million a year. And he's done nothing. He gives fuck off. Seriously, he's such a waste of space. He does nothing. And, and people say, <laughs> oh, you knew when he came in, he wasn't going to be a goal scorer. He wasn't, but he's not doing much of anything. Anything. Mm. He's doing nothing. And now you have three guys on the team that are the same player in Goodrow, um, Pitlick, who hasn't really played. I think he's hurt. And Benino. They're all the same player. Then you add guys like Kako, who's not contributing. And I know he's been out and he scored his second game back, but since then, hasn't really done much. Heedle's gone. So, I mean, all the brunt goes on Kreider, Panarin, Zibanejad. And then on defense, you got guys like Fox, who's slowly just getting back in the rhythm. But then, you know, you look at Keandre Miller. And, I mean, I know there's Ranger fans that listen to this. And here's my thought on that and I'm not going to say anything else but like well he's played like shit <laughs> he looks like shit this year mm. he's not good he's not good he's not and I'm going to be uh, this is going to be another <laughs> people are not going to like this at all but I think he's going to be trade bait I don't think he's going to be a ranger past March yeah, I really I don't I really don't I don't if they can get value for him I, the way he's playing this year, I, I, I look at how many times a game in the last five games he's been on the ice for goals and bad ones. Now I get it. Shesty needs to make a save. And there's been times where he's looked like shit too. But I mean, at what point do you just not play defense? 
Okay, like, that's my point, biggest thing, and this is especially this is my biggest hatred with the Rangers fan base. Yes, Shesty has played shit at times. Everyone does. However, in order for the puck to get to Shesty, the other players have to fuck up. Like, it's not not Shesty's the only one on the fucking ice playing here. Every single time we lose, if Shesty is in the net, everyone blames Shesty and Shesty only. Yes, he can play better at times. I'm not denying that. However, the team as a whole need to play. The puck shouldn't be getting anywhere near Shesty to begin with. If we play well, we should have it down the other end. We should be making the goals. Yeah. Everyone needs to play their part. And I'm sick to fucking death of hearing the Rangers fucking fan base on Twitter sulk about Shesty every single time there's a loss. Even when he's not playing, they blame him. It makes no fucking sense. If there's anything that these lose like this losing streak or these losses have proven, is how shit of a fucking fan base Rangers has on Twitter. Yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing. It sucks. And I, I totally get that. Like, it's disheartening when you get on you get on Twitter, right? And you're like, oh, let's see what's going on, especially after a loss. My God. Like, it's just fucking it's, ridiculous. Like, between racism and people yeah. being just fucking stupid in general, plus blaming everything on a goalie, even if he's not even playing, the oh. hatred, the words that are used. I understand being supportive and not wanting your team to lose. I really fucking do. It is a huge thing here in Australia with Australian rules football. Like, I understand that culture. I really do. However, it's still just a sport. It is still just a game. People need to stop losing their minds and posting the shit that they do online as soon as the fucking game ends because this is getting out of hand. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've <laughs> the Rangers Twitter is a very fickle thing. Like it's you a go very on, very toxic. And yes, I agree. And you know what? I mean, I think it's because we know people that are in it, and we you know comment on stuff and we see stuff. But I feel like every fan base has that. We just don't see that. No, we see it because I've said the same thing about other fan bases too. I can sit here and do, we can do an entire episode on just Carolina's fucking fan base. Mm, well, I they're mean, not like, my favorite. It's very obvious that it is throughout all the teams, and I understand that. However, it needs to stop. Yeah, Carolina's Twitter fan base is not my favorite. Disgusting. But not we're, we're not going I, down I, that road. I'll take a Devils fan any day of the week on Twitter than have to deal with Carolina and any of their fans on Twitter. My God. But, yeah, I mean, I I think the Rangers are going to be okay. It's just a matter of waking the fuck up. I mean, as of tonight, tonight, as of recording, we play Anaheim and then San Jose this week and then... Those two games, Ooh, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to bite me in the ass. Don't say but it. Don't say it. Don't those are two it. games. Don't jinx it. But, yeah, but no, fuck. I don't believe in that shit. <laughs> but any, any, any way you look at it, 
I mean, they should be games that we should win. We we're in opposite sides of the standings. The I, understand. I understand that any team can win at any time. And I get that. Unless they're the Islanders. But, oh, fuck them. But <laughs> uh, we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> but, but, I mean, if you look at these two games, we need to win them, get the four points, go back to New York, lick our wounds, and get ready and play Vegas on Friday. Like, we need... We need these two wins. Yeah. Like, regardless of how you slice it, we need them. Um, so that's that's all I'm going to say about the Rangers and, and, and all that tonight. I know we were we started off happy. Arizona, yay, having a good season. And yeah, then we get to the we Rangers. Won yesterday. We can always be happy with the Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's great. Uh, I mean, I, I'll take it. Um, but... The big news yesterday, when you're talking mm-hmm. about the Islanders, is is uh, you know a Hall of Fame goaltender, Montreal Canadian and Colorado Avalanche great Stanley Cup winner Patrick Waugh, who's got probably the worst attitude ever. And I gotta <laughs> say this, he is. I and I haven't sent you any of the videos, but I he will after recording. Yeah, but a lot of hockey fans know. He's probably the biggest hothead coach in the league and the biggest hothead period. Having him, Peter Lavalette, and John Tortorella in the same fucking division is going to be a fucking fun ride all the way to playoffs. So where was he beforehand? Was he coaching another team? He wasn't part co- of another team? He wasn't coach he wasn't coaching or if he was he was coaching somewhere in junior or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I haven't heard his name in forever. But I mean he was one of the best he's the one of the best goalies to ever play the game of hockey. Okay. Period. One of. Uh you know, it's it's crazy but everywhere he's coached he's brought drama. So Going to the island now, right before the outdoor game against the Rangers and and Peter Lavalette and and just oh my god, two hot headed coach Rangers Islanders. It's gonna be fun for the rest of the year. I'll tell you that, and I'm excited because the Rangers haven't played the Islanders at all, which is fucking weird. And thanks Gary Bettman for fucking up the schedule and getting rid of rivalries because you're a real piece of shit. But we'll won't go there. Um, but the powder keg that's brewing now between the Rangers and Islanders, now that that's happened, and them not playing each other, and and possibly, you know, being close in the standings by then or whatever, because the Islanders are still lingering around the wild card spot, and they're going to be fighting for their lives every time we play the Islanders, and we play them three more times. We haven't played them yet, and we're only playing them three times, and. Oh man, I'm I, <laughs> I'm really excited to see how that plays out, honestly. Like I know a lot of people are oh, me and my friends back home were messaging all day yesterday like holy shit, Patrick Waugh in the same division as Tortorella and Level Yet, Level Yet, whatever you say his fucking name. I can't ever say it right. Um <laughs> I, I'm I'm really intrigued by that. I'm excited. Uh, it's nice to see Patrick Watt back in the NHL as well, even though he's a bit of a hothead and an asshole. It's going to be fun. I wait, can't wait. What's his last name? 
Patrick Waugh. Isn't it Roy? No. He's French Canadian. It's pronounced Waugh. Of course it is. Don't start. I look, I don't I didn't make it up. It's just very confusing to read when it's quite literally just Roy. Like, just leave it as Roy. It's Patrick Waugh. Yeah, well, these parents are idiots. It's Roy. Wow. Well, you tell the Quebecois and all those guys that they're idiots. Because I agree with you. But I will. If it's okay. spelled simple, leave it simple. Write, write an email. I'm going to change my name. It's no longer Wilson. It's Will Ra. Because that's how I want to call it now. Even though it's spelled very oh easily. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ebony Will Ra. No, it's Wilson. No, 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 no. It's not. That's too English. It's Will Ra. Hi, everyone. Listen. You've now been introduced to Ebony Will Ra. <laughs> well, listen, listen, listen. They're French Canadian, man. Like, <laughs> they're not the greatest people ever. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hopefully, we don't have any. Li- hopefully, we don't have any listeners in Quebec. I hope not. I'm sorry if we do. I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, the other, the, the other thing, I w- two other things I wanted to touch on, and, uh-huh. and we don't have that much time because we're pressed for time, but also as of today, actually, Corey Perry is going to Edmonton. <laughs> That's kind of interesting too that the, uh, Edmonton's picking up. So they have two problem children now in Edmonton, <laughs> Evander Kane and, uh, Corey Perry. So I want to see Connor McDavid play babysitter there and see how that goes. Cause I don't know what's going to happen, but they're slowly, I mean, they're on a heater right now. I think what, uh, as of today, was it 12 games in a row for Edmonton? Yeah, I think so. That's uh, impressive. And you had a guy like Corey Perry, who's going to protect people. I mean, they didn't need it, but I mean, they already have Darnell nurse and they are, they, they not Corey Perry and, Evander Kane. I mean, they got grit on the team. Mm. So that'll be interesting to watch because Edmonton was a top five pick to win the cup this year. And then they were just completely shit. And then now it looks like they found their goaltender and signing Perry. And I don't know. It's a past 13. Yeah. Okay. 26 points in a row. That's uh, that's fucking interesting. And the Rangers can't even hold a fucking one-goal lead. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Corey Perry's going to Edmonton. So, no more uh, jail or punishment for Corey Perry in the NHL. He's free to move about. So, he's now in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, one thing before we close out the show that I want to talk about because it sucks. And I know, you know. Ebbs, you have uh, uh, strong feelings about this person, regardless of the fact he's been having a good year. Um, Connor Bedard getting injured, right? Poor baby. So Connor Bedard gets injured. Connor Bedard gets injured off a very, very clean hit from Smith on the Devils. Um, It was a clean hit, didn't leave his feet, didn't hit him in the head. He just got hit hard, and he's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, one of the things that I think is happening in the NHL, and I think a lot of people agree with me here, is you have these young guys like Bedard and Cooley and Fantilli 
who actually I don't think there's anything wrong with him, but I don't know, maybe more so a guy like Bedard who's more skilled. These guys, and I'm going to go league-wide to all these youngsters, actually. I feel like they don't teach these guys how to take a hit. Because mm. what happens is you get... Everything is speed, 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 and, and, and deke this, and doing Michigans, and doing, uh, you know, all this bullshit. But every time you look at these young guys that are getting fucking destroyed in, on the ice, A, there's two things I notice. A, their awareness on the ice is zero. Their head mm-hmm. is down half the time. Yeah, if you look at Bedard, if the the hit Bedard took, you look at the Zegris one, you look at all these kids, they're looking down at the puck. Yeah, especially Zegris, they're looking right down. And you you look at you you look at like guys like like Truba who is going to take advantage of a situation like that. Smith on the Devils, pretty much any hard hitting defenseman is going to be like, yeah, you want to skate with your head down, and that's the end. And now Mm -hmm. they don't know how to take a hit. So now this kid, poor kid's out for another month or so, or however long in Chicago, kills his Calder chances, the the rookie of the year kind of thing. If you didn't know that, Ebbs, I think we've spoke about that, the Calder trophy. But No, I know about the Calder trophy. I didn't know that he's now out of it because of it. Is that because he's not playing as many well, games? Well, I mean, how, I mean, yeah, how I mean, works? how are you going to, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not that, but I mean, you miss so much time of not doing anything. You've given other players a chance to kind of like step their game up, right? And like do other things. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think so either, to be honest. He hasn't been playing the best that he should be, but I'll take it. It's not Bedard, so I'm fine. But I think, I think at the end of the day, I mean, it goes to a, to, and it'll lead me into another, you know, end of the end of the uh, episode discussion here. But like, more so, you, you you hit someone, they can't take a hit. These young guys, you feel for these young kids that are coming into the league starting next year, like Celebrini, uh, Celebrini. I mean, and all these other kids that are going to be coming up next year. I'm, I just don't understand it. I, I, it, it's, it's, I hate the way. Like, I get that we're getting more mainstream in the NHL and they're wanting all this fucking flashy bullshit, like doing Michigan's behind the net and doing all this shit. Like that's not hockey to me though. Like I get it. Like, you know, that's the way it's going and it's growing. Hockey's growing, especially here. Like it's getting bigger. It's already overtook the MLS and it's very close to overtaking major league baseball. So it would be a top three out of the five major sports here in the United States, which is impressive. And then the USA won the, uh, um, oh my God, they just won, uh, yes, oh my God. And the USA just won the World Juniors. And, I mean, that's huge in its own right. And, you know, even though Canada wants to complain like a bunch of fucking babies. (laughs) But, and the US women won the World Juniors. Which is fucking great. And the PWHL, the Women's Hockey League, is doing really well. Like, the league is... The the game's growing in the United Uh States, and it's great. But, like, I just feel the way the league is going, though. You got, you know, any given night, 
and I'll take Truba for instance, or anyone really. Now you watch a game, someone lays a clean hit on somebody, and then that guy automatically has to fight. Now I understand if it's a dirty hit and you're protecting a young guy or you're protecting someone on your team, someone hits your goalie or someone's taking extra shots at your goalie once he covers the puck. Like, oh, I get it. You're going to fight, fight. I believe there's this place in it in the game for it. Absolutely. Don't ever get rid of fighting. However, I think the league should have a discussion about these clean hits. And if it's deemed a clean hit and the guy that goes to fight the guy that hits someone, he should get a five-minute penalty for it. Period. End of story. Because he should get a major, in my opinion. Because it's A, it's slowing the game down. B, it's not needed. It's stupid. And C, I mean, it doesn't, it, 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 it has no place. I don't know. That's just me. That's how I feel about it. I know, I know, uh, I know Ebbs likes the hits and the fights, so. I like the fighting, so I'm not saying anything. But I like kill the fight, each other, too. Throw blood. Do it all. Jesus. Okay. Well, it's a good thing I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> there is one last thing I want to say, though, before we close it out. Well, I can't wait. To every single person out there who came at me, called me names, who said I was a dumb Australian that didn't know hockey, I just want to say... Fuck you. I was right about Patrick Kane. He's an old motherfucker. Rangers didn't need to have him back. Oh, look at that. He's hurt himself again. Screw the lot of you. That's all. Well, I'm glad you got that out. I had I had to get that out. It's been pissing me off. I've been saying for the longest time that he was a piece of shit. Old news. We didn't need him. And he's just proven me right. So fuck the lot of you. Well, there That's you all. have it. The end. <laughs> Man. Well, well, guys, you finally got an episode out of us, and we're hoping that it stays that way. I mean, <laughs> there's really nothing else that I foresee happening that can kind of prevent us from doing it, unless yeah. we just get unless we just get lazy, which is bound to happen at some some point um <laughs> but yeah again thank you guys for putting up with us and uh kind of going through the lull here mm. um i know that the season's long and we're getting to the fun point uh, you know heading the playoffs you know we're gonna get to february the trade deadline all that it's gonna be fun and uh i'm excited to 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 talk and it's it's really it, it's funny I keep saying this every time I have a hockey discussion with you, Ebs. Like, it's really fun, like sitting here and being able to like talk to you about hockey and have a actual conversation that where you can pick up on things and like understand them. It's I come a long way since you watched I'm the playoffs so and all that. Yeah, I think the best like, thing is that I'm learning so much because a lot of this, and I'm sure the listeners agree, is that like you do hold most of the conversation but you need to because I'm still learning from you and it's interesting having these conversations because I'm able to like you were just saying like I'm able to pick up so much and there's yeah. always something to learn like there's so much that's always changing whether it be to the players or how the game's played or rules or whatever the case is there's always something yeah. and it's 
kind of what makes it interesting too. So it's been a pleasure. I think now I'm going to go and hopefully not watch the Rangers lose. <laughs> so to Anaheim. So thank you guys again for listening. We appreciate you. And uh, hey, you guys have a good night. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Ebony. You thought you got rid of me? Too bad. I'm back. Just here to let you guys know if you enjoy our banter and our bullshit, come follow us on all our socials. At Shooter Hooters on Twitter and TikTok. Or if you're after something different, follow my two podcasts, Filmspark Pod and SNS Nuggies or Sweet and Sour Nuggies. Mental health, film, hockey, cover it all. Come follow us. Come follow me. Fuck Don. That's all there is to it. <laughs> follow the Aussie with the better accent. <laughs> no, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to us bullshit and banter. And you'll hear from us in a week as per usual. Bye, guys. <laughs>